Hello there, welcome to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. Kekka, what's doing? <laughs> I've had a great weekend. What about you? Mine was terrible. I got robbed on Saturday night. Very, very bad. And while we're still in the house, very scary. What'd they take? They took iPods, they took cash. I won at the race, they took that. They took my wallet, phones, computers, the whole nine yards. It's a pity they didn't take your glasses. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, uh, we'll wait and see what happens there. To the AFL, and Port Adelaide has had their best ever start to a season. They won their fourth straight game in their win over the Gold Coast on the weekend. Last year, they only won five games all year. You had David Kosh, you had a new coach, and look what's the turnaround. And you've probably got to agree that the, the competition, the opposition, I should say, hasn't been ridiculously well, you hard. Do they do what you've got to do. They beat the Crows in the showdown, and that was obviously the big well, I'll tell you win. what he's done. Pitter, Jonas, Heath and Trengro in defence have been superb. They've got two very good forwards in uh, Schultz West and Westhoff. Where did he come from? Yeah. He, was a, he was a pretender two Cassisi years ago. Cassisi has done a very good job. It was a, very good, it was a master stroke taking the captaincy off him because now without uh, the less burden on his shoulders, he's playing a terrific tagging while he took Ablett out of business. Boke's a very good player. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, they're all playing up to their absolute best, but Kenny Hinckley... You can't understate the value of Kenny Hinckley. Kenny Hinckley for a long time has been touted as an outstanding coach and a great strategist. He's, He's instilled some real self-belief and some passion into that club. And I was talking to Koshy very, uh, just recently and he just can't believe. He's just pinching himself, trying to keep a lid on it and it's exceeded all their expectations. Well, they played the West Coast this weekend yeah. and there have got to be a huge yeah. hope to knock those But it just shows over. you when you believe something and you're passionate and you've got people playing yeah. for the coach instead of in spite and, you know, they've got to, it's amazing you can move winning, mountains. Winning is a good thing. Winning is contagious. Good point. Uh, the Rugby League and the Anzac Test saw the Kangaroos put the cleaners through the Kiwis to the tune of 36-12. The pundits have tried to put a positive spin by saying the Kiwis held the Aussies for 40 minutes. But it's an 80-minute game... So it was the same old, same old. I don't reckon it was the same old, same old. Oh, they I think scored. It was. They, they crossed the line three times. They could have been 18 yeah. zip. If it's a try, it's a try. If it's a no try, it's a no try. Well, okay. Um, if the hoss is a hoss, a hoss, a hoss. I agree with the the pundits about the old, same old, same old. The question is being asked. We we took the time out to have the Anzac Test, and we took the time out to have the City Country Game. And if you take that away, would you have rathered a weekend of football? Yes, I would have, and so okay. would have you. Um, so don't try and spin it what to say it was a great okay, contest. Okay. Well, I, I can see a positive sign from the other side. I think we're, we're very much at the crossroads in Australia. Six regular. rounds in is not a test match round. I'm looking for the World Cup point of view. Ah, Sem the World Cup is, a, is not going anywhere. We've got about five or six players that are 31 now. That's you've got okay. Thurston, Hodges, you've got Cooper, players Cronk. who are 21 and, and are good. Yeah, but now's the time to plan for the future. You've got out of the 17, the 24 players that will represent the World Cup, 17 have picked themselves. The next seven, you've got to start looking at blokes like... Uh, you know, probably Gillette, probably blokes like... Uh, whoever. Whoever. My, my point is, the first Test match of the year, they just picked the same 17 from last year. Yeah, well... Nobody, unless there's injuries, it's... This, well, I reckon I you've just, got to start looking for the future. I wasn't inspired by the weekend, but okay. put it that way. Amid well. all the talk about what Black Caviar would do next, her owners and trainer Peter Moody shocked everyone last week when they announced that they were retiring the great mayor after 25 wins from 25 races. She was apparently spent... After the TJ Smith stakes, um, I'm happy that they retired her. I don't think she could have done anything else. And I think 25 is a good number. I think they did everything they could to promote racing. And I think it, it could only end badly. Yeah, I guess <clears throat> I'm a bit the same. I wasn't overly perturbed. In fact, uh, you know, I was quite happy that it left on a very on a winning vein. It was a great win. I think a four-year four odyssey that's uh, captured the hearts and minds of the world you know, I wasn't around the Depression era, but I suspect there would be a distinct correlation between it and Farlap. And, look, this will leave a lasting legacy of generations to oh, come. exactly. And they'll always be a uh, barometer or a talking point of the great black caviar. Can you beat black caviar's Can time? You beat Can black... you go And to see what it's than... done, to see what it's done, it's, it's inspired a nation in tough times. You know, people have gravitated in their, in their thousands, even though, you know... 
There was the doom and gloom and the apathy that's prevalent in the nation at the moment because of economic and other, oh, other yeah. issues. This single horse has raised the spirits of our nation. And I don't think Pity people our leaders felt... didn't take a leap yes, out of the exactly. horse. Yes, exactly. Trust me, Black Caviar would get more votes than the current lady running the country if you uh, had a vote off. This is not a political sermon. This okay. is very Understand. much a family show. Right the top two teams in Australian Super Rugby in the... Is the Reds of the Brumbies played out a draw in what was undoubtedly the game of the year? Not only are they the only two in the Australian Conference, but on points, they're the one two in the whole of the Super Rugby. So, could finally we see an all Australian no, final? Million to one. Who? The, the Brumbies? Well, one of the Kiwi teams Kiwi is going to pop will come up. At, yeah, yeah. And one of the South African teams is going to pop up. But look. But they've been very good. It, but it's all under the radar. I mean, unless yeah. you're in Canberra or. Brisbane, you probably don't even know about. The Waratahs had a win on the weekend and almost missed out on getting any publicity. And your man, is he? I told you he'd come good, is he? Leave me out of that. He's going to be a wallaby, is he? He's not going to be a Dual wallaby. representative. Yeah, you knocked him. I'm just saying that we're a long way from the whips being cracked in the Super 15 or the Super Rugby, so just don't get ahead of yourself. It's great that it's they're great playing for well. The, yeah. It's great for the Wallabies going ahead into the Lions Tour and obviously into the Quad Nations or the Four Nations. Let's just wait till we're in the finals Take first. a deep breath, you think? Take a deep breath. Nine and all draw. I think the uh, Brumbies might have uh, considered themselves a I'll tell you one mark. thing about rugby. I've noticed the little I've seen, and I've seen a little bit on telly, but uh, you playing been, a more... You haven't ever been to a game? No, I, yeah, I have. I've been to the Rebels game in Melbourne. Oh, that's really But let not, me tell you one thing really about rugby. rugby. I don't know where the directives come from, but they're playing a more exciting game. They're tossing the pill around and trying to score instead of getting those big bulls trying to... <laughs> trying, well, trying to score. Well, try. That is the objective of sport, though, yeah. isn't it? Uh, now, that is the headlines next up. Feel? Former Essendon champion Mark McVeigh is here to talk all things AFL, especially how his bombers sit at the very top of the AFL. If you like my glasses, just go to our yeah, Facebook page. And like, also... Like the glasses on Facebook. <laughs> The AFL is already a month in and we've got three unbeaten teams at the top and half the comp on just a win each. So we've got former Essendon champion Mark McVeigh in to look at it all and we're going to get to the Essendon stuff shortly. But what are your thoughts so far on the competition, the three unbeaten teams, particularly given that uh, one of them is your old club? Yeah, I think the Bombers are obviously coming off a shocking uh, off-season and uh, they've really galvanised together and really performed quite well. So uh, they're looking really strong. I think uh, the Bombers' premiership window is just slightly ajar at the moment. They've got plenty of depth, huge tools, uh, plenty to pick from. But uh, the other sides are going, Hawks are flying. We know how good they are. Port Adelaide have been the surprise packet. Kent Hinkley's really turned that footy club around. Yeah. What about uh, groundbreaking this week? Uh a game in Wellington in New Zealand. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and I think uh, the Saints in Sydney, it'd be better if the Saints are travelling a little bit better than what they are, but uh, the Swans coming off a disappointing loss against Geelong. But uh, exciting, uh, obviously, with what the What are your Anto thoughts really on it, both of you? I mean, seriously? Going to Wellington? Well, I, I like it, I like it. I like, I like the... Uh, I think conceptually it's good. I just hope it's executed well and I hope they get a bit But on crap. an Anzac Day, is it no. better off on a weekend Well, Anzac Day's fantastic. I mean, to yeah. say we are brothers in arms, but... I don't know what your figures tell you. I know that you're well-versed in uh, goings-on, but my latest figures were there's some 6,000 kids involved in uh, Auskick over there in New Zealand. So there's a, there's a nucleus of a following, and uh, I think it'd be the, it's the appropriate time for us to 
get there and do what we do. Yeah, well, I think uh, the Swans players turned into the airport and they were signing autographs in the airport, which mm. is quite remarkable. So, um, the Well, as a former champion centre-half forward for uh, the Mount Roskill Saints over there, I can <laughs> attest to the quality of the footballers over there. Yeah, well, that's it. And I think uh, it's great to see. And the, the, obviously the AFL's expanding what they need to do. Uh, they'll get 25,000 there, you'd expect, and that's a pretty good crowd, I would have thought, on Anzac Day after the blockbuster Collingwood Essendon. Okay, you just mentioned the words Essendon. We have to ask, and you're very close mates with James, and we know that. Uh, how have you seen what's gone on, and what do you know, and where is it all headed, and when will it end? Uh, oh, not for a couple of months yet, and there's still uh, a huge investigation taking place. I think James has uh, gone in there, obviously, and had a chat, and uh, he, we know how confident he was in uh, his post-conference uh, after the game the other week. Uh, you can only take James on face value, and... Uh, High moralistic person, uh, huge values, and uh, I believe him. And um, I think the investigation will take place. Essendon seem to be in a good place. The players are playing well, which is great, which says to me they've got a clear conscience. They know what went on last year. They're going out there and letting their footy do the talking. So uh, yeah. I feel like uh, they're in a good position. But once again, we respect ASDA, uh, the AFL, and their investigations. And of course, Ziggy Zakowski, who's investigating in house for the Bombers, which is due out in a week, week's time. So I look forward to seeing the results. That. They've certainly, uh, you know, under uh, adversity, been fantastic. Joe Watson's been terrific, oh, I bet. Great you know, cap. at the helm, he's, yeah. he's a lot better than I ever anticipated. Not yeah. just in the bloodlines are there, but he's been fantastic. Yeah, he's a great captain. Uh, a lot of empathy for his players, Joe Watson. That's what mm. people probably Seems don't know. Seems like really... the nicest bloke. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a uh, terrific. Uh, Great ambassador of the game, to be honest, yeah, yeah. and uh, so was his father. But uh, one of the great captains of the AFL, he's playing great footy. And uh, James heard through all this, and I think you guys could attest to this, he's handling himself extremely well. I totally agree, and I think that the way that it's been handled uh, by other particular bodies, uh, particularly the government and its uh, investigating body, has to be questioned. And it almost seems now from the weekend that it's moved towards Melbourne. It was almost like a deliberate shift that mm. the Melbourne club got involved and now they're under the heat, uh, under the pump again. And Essen's almost been half pie forgotten about. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, they just jump onto the next one, don't they, at times? But, uh, look, I think, you know, there's the issue of the governance from both clubs and uh, I think that'll be addressed at some stage. But, uh, yeah, I just hope that the truth comes out and uh, as... You know, Asda will do their thorough investigations and that'll come out soon. No Michael Hurley, no Fletcher. Um, yep. And up against a rampant pies and we've got the blockbuster on Anzac Day. Yep. You're going to get a few tingles on Thursday uh, that you're in Wellington and not uh, at the well, MCG. As you two both know, it's one of the great games, isn't it? And uh, one of the big home and away games is close to a final as you can possibly get. But uh, no Paddy Ryder as well, obviously yeah, suspended. Right. So three key outs for the Bombers. Uh, I can't wait to see young Scotty Gumbleton play again. Joe Denneher may be a chance to be debut. We don't know. Everyone's calling for him to see him on the big stage. Uh, still let him develop, though. But uh, can't wait for the game. It's going to be a real close game. Mm. We look at the highs and lows of football, though, Amanda, so you can't help but feel for young Menzel. This is his fourth reconstruction. Shocking. It's shocking, shocking isn't Yeah, it? And, he's a, and he's a terrific young player. Yeah. And, uh, heard him uh, interviewed uh, yesterday, and you wouldn't know that he'd done a fourth no, knee. Uh, fantastic. Pretty positive. amazing, resilient. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people are tweeting him and uh, putting their support behind him. People from all walks of life, other football clubs, and mm. uh, you just wish him uh, the best because uh, he's a huge talent, and uh, for him to come back would be... Uh, pretty resilient, I would have thought. Okay. Uh, are, we, are we living the dream in Port Adelaide? Is there something that can be looked at long term? Are they going to be there when the whips are cracking? No, I think they will. I think uh, Ken Hinckley, uh, renowned as a really good coach. Uh, a lot of people were surprised he hadn't been picked up earlier. Melbourne could have done with him, people thought at the time. But uh, 
he's a terrific coach and he's mm. turned that club around. I think David Kosh has been involved, has done a lot as well from the corporate point of view and mm. really injected some dollars. So I would have thought Port Adelaide would be around the mix. I mean, who would have thought they'd won four games in a row? Correct, exactly. Come, no one would have picked that. <laughs> They've got a big challenge this week. West Coast who aren't travelling yeah. that well. Uh, enjoy New Zealand and uh, stay away from the Kiwi Sheila. Um, diabolical. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take you out and destroy you. Hello, there's girls. No, there's nothing <laughs> left over there. They're couple, all over here. A couple of bruised egos over there, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll uh, be thanks. hiding in my hotel, uh, mate. <laughs> next up, you... Uh, sorry, your and our favourite segment is back. What is the word on the agenda tonight? There's swimming. Adam Scott and just what is going on with Delta Goodrum's wardrobe on The Voice. Choice sure, outstanding, aren't they? <laughs> Time for What's the Word? It's our favourite segment where we have a statement. We have to fill in the missing word. If you remember last time Sam revealed he's obnoxious. I wonder what gold he's got for us this time around. First up, the national swimming titles, believe it or not, are in Adelaide this week. They used to be a really big deal, even on primetime TV. But now, Sam, they are what? Well, I think, uh, Russell, they're drowning. Uh In fact, they have drowned. They've become... Uh, stagnant in the mill pond because no one really cares about the uh, national titles anymore. It's all about the worlds, it's all about the Olympic Games, and a sinking feeling. I kind of got the same feeling. I want it to succeed. Uh, it's on uh, one of the channels very late at night. Used this to be time prime around. time once. Used to be prime time with rabbits calling the action, but yep. not so this time around. I hope it gets revitalised after swimming's ordinary last six months. They need a bit of a kick along, but I like well, Sam. They need to get back to basics, problems. and that's exactly what will give them a lift. Well, the they got way thing, ahead of themselves. Well, the first thing is that they identified the problems and they uh, admitted to it, and now they're going to move on. Right. After his US Masters win the other week, golf is on a massive high, but will he or won't he come down under? I'm talking about Adam Scott, of course. The chances of him defending his Australian Masters crown are... Absolutely excellent. There's no doubt that he'll be back because two things. He's the current Masters champion and for the very first time the Masters being played at Royal Melbourne, which is a very prestigious course and he would love to go back-to-back in his own hometown. Which is why I said great, Scott, because that'll be the headline. He's not signed up. There's a lot of talk about management. There's a lot of money deals around there, but Mm. it'll be the first time in the history of golf that an Australian champion is both the Masters champion and the Australian Masters champion. Uh, those whether are... it's a, whether it's a local or whether it's an overseas guy, so Great I'm quite looking Scott, those those glasses have really stimulated your oh, grey matter today. Please. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> just go to our Facebook page. After a paltry crowd of just four thousand odd in Coffs Harbour on the weekend, the pressure is once again on the City Country League game. So its future is what? I have no doubt. Well, probably not its future. Its future is probably a bit wobbly, but. It's very expensive. Why would you charge 50 bucks a head in a country to go and see the game when you should be promoting the game? Now, 50 bucks is a lot, a lot of money. You should have let everyone, 4,000 very paltry crowd, deserve it of a lot better. But flatlining. I think it's flatlining. In medical terms, it would be a case of stand clear, pump in the electricity and try and get some heartbeat going into the city country. I think you've lost the concept of the meaning of this game. It's a word. Flatlining, that's one word. Okay, flatlining. Flatlining is just one, two words together, make it one word. Probably something for the rugby league to look at. Uh, Yeah, make it more affordable. Or do uh, it... I don't know what to do. I think you've got to do it with the origin. I can't think it's... It's not an origin test run, so don't even kid yourself. Play the state of origin on the weekend and play... The mm. city, country on the Friday. Scheduling might be an idea. Scheduling's the idea. Okay. 
Now, I've been watching uh, The Voice a bit lately and I have to say that Delta Goodrum's gone a little bit too over the top, or rather under the top, trying to flash the Bristols on a nightly basis. So Delta's boob flashing is what? Oh, I think that's a bit tracular. I don't think it's boob flashing. I think it's intriguing. And the mode of attire, I think, is very suitable. Perhaps she might be sending out a bigger message, the fact that she may well be uh, looking for a suitor. Well, and I think the uh, whoever's in charge of wardrobe there, I know we're very fortunate in our operation. I'm bored with it. We've got Delta. Heather. But I th you're bored with it. I'm bored with it. If you're going to show it, at least show a little bit more night after night. Ah, but see. see, at the moment, I'm getting see. the same little bit on the side with the, the sticky tape. Yeah. does nothing for me. See, but there's lots left up to the imagination. You I, don't have that mate, since you wore glasses. I've, I've got imagination. Yeah, well, I if you had imagination, what do you want to... You can only imagine so much. When you have bacon and eggs, do you have your eggs on top of the bacon or you just have them revealed individually? I do it. That's exciting. I just, just whatever they deliver. No, but it's Delta, not the you same go, every girl. Time. You look very smart. And, she looks uh, great. Don't get me wrong. But if you do get a chance to sort of flip one, let me assure you, uh, it won't do the ratings any harm. Won't do the ratings uh, any harm. It won't. Exactly. No, she's very, very good. And if good. you are looking for a suitor, I know that Sam's struggling at the moment and he might be able to help you out. Oh, well done, uh, Russ. Those eyes, those glasses are really oh, mate, doing you, you well. You've tried the glasses yeah, two, four times. No one's laughed, so move on. Okay. That is what's the word done and dusted. Next up, happy time. The big finish and the sporting bet best bets of the week. All that and more. Happy birthday this week to Jonathan Thurston. He hits the big 3 0 on Anzac Day. Probably still the best in the game, isn't he? Well, who's better than Jake? Yeah, Maybe no. Greg Inglis, but you could get an argument yeah. from everyone. Happy anniversary to Muhammad Ali 45 years ago this week. He famously refused to be inducted into the army and was stripped of his heavyweight world title and caused quite a bit of uh, bit of a funeral. The great Cassius Clay, of course. Yep. And happy trails to Melbourne Victory's Marco Rojas, the Johnny Warren medalist who's leaving the A League to take up a contract in Europe. With some suggesting Liverpool could be where he ends up. He is a talent. There's no doubt mm. about that. And a, uh, a, a, certainly a, 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 a rightful winner of the Johnny Warren medal. I no finally doubt. got it out. Now with a big finish. And in the Bahrain Formula One Grand Prix, Seb Vettel won again. <laughs> Our man Mark Webber was seventh in his 200th Grand Prix. Great effort, 200 Grand Prix, seventh. Hmm. One of the current greats in Australian sport. Kurt Fernley has won the London Marathon just a week. After he finished fifth in the ill-fated Boston Marathon. Yeah, only effort. won by this much, yeah. but well done to young Kurt. He's a terrific young man. NRL boss David Smith wants jumping castles, rock bands and all sorts of entertainment to be at every NRL game, so it becomes something like the NBA. Look, the guy's on the right track, and I think the people who are just ripping into him just want to back off a bit. He's been in the job three months. Give him a break. Smithy, get the product right first, then worry about the entertainment. Finally, Manchester United has won their 20th league title after beating Aston Villa 3-0 on Tuesday morning. And there's still, would you believe, four games remaining in I the did, season. I tipped that at the start of the yeah, year. Yeah, I know you did. You did. Now for the sporting bet, best bets of the week. We had winners everywhere last week, so jump on Sydney to pump St Kilda in the historic game in New Zealand. I think they're giving up 30 start. Half Wouldn't the win matter. by double that. I think the Bombers can upset Collingwood in the Anzac match of the day. And sporting bet think Manly will be too strong for South Sydney. Jump into the action on footytips.com.au. Half a million people around Australia can't be wrong. That's Happy it. 23rd millionth Australian. Yes. Yeah, Anzac Day week. It's a big week. That's it. I'm Russell Barwick. And as always, I'm Sam Kikovic. And if you're looking for glasses, you know it makes boring. sense. It's boring. <laughs> Seriously? That would be six different comments. Cold and gap.